This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. Hey guys, quick thing. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only question left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to the Guna Talk. Back again with you guys for another show, for another episode of our Let's Talk Arsenal series, our twice weekly show on a Tuesday and a Friday, typically at 5pm. But with the Euros going on, of course, we are doing these a little bit different times during the day. And so today we're doing it at three, which I apologise, is the first show that we've actually done during uh, one of the games. Slovakia, Sweden, of course, is on right now. I just checked the score and it's nil-nil. Fingers crossed the Swedes can get through. We'd like to see Sweden go through. We've got a lot of uh, Swedish links with the club. Daniel Ek, of course. We think about players like Anders Limpar, Sebastian Larsson used to be at the club as well, Kim Kallström. So many Swedish links uh, at the club, of course. And it's certainly, I think, it's important to consider that these European championships are... Really important for Arsenal. Actually, more important than you might think, because even though we have only a few players there, being able to identify players at the tournament is going to be really important. And that's something that Arsenal have seemingly been doing a hell of a lot of late, is identifying targets and seemingly bidding for them as well. And that's what we're going to be talking about on today's show, is Arsenal's transfer business in general on the whole, and getting your thoughts as well, not only in the chat box, as we like to do, but also, hopefully, we're going to get a fair few of you on today to have a chat and a talk. We've already got a few people lined up to be coming on on today's show, which is fantastic. And if you would like to come on the show and have your say about Arsenal's transfer business, maybe you've been watching the 8am shows and going, this guy doesn't have a clue what he's talking about. And maybe you want to tell me that I don't have a clue. And I'd love to have a debate with you guys, of course. So if you are over 18 and you've got a Twitter account that you can send me a DM over at the Guna Talk TV uh, and you want to come on the show with a good camera, a good mic, good internet connection and a quiet place to record, and you fit all of those uh, <laughs> different things that you need, then send us over a DM and uh, we'll do our best to try and get you on. But we're going to kick off the show by obviously going through a lot of your thoughts and comments in the chat box. So let's see what you guys are saying in the chat. Let's scroll right up to the top. Uh, Gregory says, of late, the Lokonga links have gone dead. 
What's going down with him? And will he play in the first team, if any case, if we sign him? I don't think you need to be worried about the talks going dead. I think it's just part and parcel of negotiations sometimes. And while we are aware that this deal is progressing well, there were some interesting links this morning. I, I mean, I think I told you a couple of weeks ago that Bayern Munich were one of the interested clubs and they have supposedly uh, put in a bid for him now as well, about 10 million euro uh Basically, it's a loan deal with a 10 million euro obligation, which is nowhere near what Anderlecht want, if there is any truth in that rumour. Arsenal, of course, have already bid 50 million euros, which has got rejected. Um, and so Arsenal are looking now to agree a deal a little bit further on. Arsenal are still considered very much the favourites and are in a good position for this deal. So, no, I don't think... Um, I don't think it's going to be like that. But you never know. Football is a cruel mistress at times. And of course, we can sometimes see Arsenal miss out on transfers that way. We're very seemingly happy uh, to sign. Joel B says, Tom, do I have a crystal ball about what I could see with Arsenal's possible transfers? I mean, for me, what I would like to predict that Arsenal are going to do is have a really good summer window. But I say this to myself literally every single summer. I say that we are going to have a great window and it's basically a, a willing it into existence kind of thing at the moment. Uh, Just Vance says, Awar as a number 10 and Madison as a number 8. I mean, swap those two around and you've got that pretty much spot on. Awar is the more likely to play as your number 8. Madison more likely to play as your number 10. But that's, it's one, I mean, I saw a link and I think it was, who it was that DM'd me? Uh, Azraf DM'd me before the show. Uh, saying about uh, a link from uh, a certain newspaper that I'd rather not name, um, saying that we are back in for Awa for around a £20 million fee, which, to be fair, even with my own reservations about Awa, for £20 million, quid, like, you can get a lot of more business done on top of that. So that is quite an interesting amount of money to pay for someone that was very, very much highly rated. And if we are indeed linked to him once again, I'll make sure to get a more updated Tactical breakdown out on him for you guys. No problem at all. Um, sorry, Walk, uh, that you can't join us for the show. Yes, if you have tuned in late, you could be appearing on this very show if you would like to. Just read the information that's scrolling along the screen. I was trying to find work out which way it was actually scrolling. Uh, but yeah, if you read that, then there you go. Uh, it's not the most reliable source exactly. Morning, Jared. I hope you're well. If you're free, Jared, why are you not coming on the show, son? You need to let me know. I don't care if you're working. You need to make five minutes of time for yourself. Oh, dearie me. Um, I'm just checking on the Discord server, and Isora is going to come on as well. Isora, if you are listening, son, we'll get you on about 25 past, mate. Uh, Ebby says, thoughts on Awar and the pending £20 million bid for him. If it is true, okay, let's let's act in this kind of hypothetical world that Arsenal have actually bid £20 million quid for Awar. Um it would depend on the other business that we would do. I see Awar as a really good player that can play more so as an eight than as a number 10, to be honest. I see him as someone that you could play alongside Partey with a number six behind him. Weirdly, we kind of have that already in Joe Willett, but obviously Awar we would consider as much more developed in that case. I have my reservations about Awar. I've said it many, many times that I just feel that he's... His character and the way that he plays when Leon aren't playing particularly well is not the type to then boost them and drag them to a victory. His performance is very much drop in line with how Leon are performing. And if Arsenal are going for a rough patch, I'm not sure how I was going to be the type of guy to drag us out of a rough patch. And I have a little bit of a problem with that leadership quality, maybe 
being lacking. Uh, yes, uh, why do you think I'm wearing white? Um, <laughs> it's England Day, mate. It's England Day. So uh, hopefully seeing us get a win over the Scots a little bit later on this evening. Ojo says, as much as I don't have hope in this Arsenal board and management, as always, Ojo, positive man, as we can expect, we can't have Vanilla and Foxtrot bantering us by both of Madison and Grealish. I mean, I very much would like... What do you mean, Vanilla and Foxtrot? <laughs> I've never heard that before. Uh, buy both Madison and Grealish. Um, I think if we were to buy both, you'd be living in some dreamland. And if that is your expectation, Ojo, I would say that you'd certainly, certainly need to probably lower them a little bit. The Real Yanis says, scouting report wasn't impressive on LR. They dropped the interest. Um, so I think that's maybe why we preferred Partey over him last summer and why we went for him. We still should have gone and got a creative player. And that's why we struggled so much at the end of last, or rather at the start of last season. Steve Stone says, the rumours are true that the Cronkies are going to spend big this summer. Do you think Daniel X bid has anything to do with that? Firstly, as I said on this morning's show, to the best of my knowledge, uh, the Cronkies aren't going to spend. Um, to the most I'm aware, all of Arsenal's transfers are going to be funded through the club's own money, not from a cash injection from up high. That's what I'm aware of at this stage in time. So it's disappointing. It's frustrating. It is what it is. Uh, and that is a really crippling is a word that I would, wouldn't would use um, lightly, but it, it does feel a bit crippling that Arsenal aren't going to get that backing, especially during a window in which FFP has basically been scrapped and relaxed at this point. So we may as well push in for that. Uh, Yoni Max says, our for 20 million, even if that doesn't work out, the chances we're selling on for more than that are fairly high, which is a very good point. Wow, I'm agreeing with Yonic Mac. Um, <laughs> it would be a decent signing for the money. Uh, and you think about the fact he's 22, 23. So you've got that capacity to have a lot of sell-on value, even if he doesn't do particularly well. And I reckon you could sell him somewhere else for that kind of money. Uh, Jess Vanth says, uh, will Dumfries be a good fit? Again, I've talked about this a bit. I just don't really see Dumfries as too much of an upgrade on Callum Chambers at right back. And if we're going for a right back, we really should be going for a right back that's a real big upgrade and a top class player that's going to take us to the next level. Does Dumfries get into above Reese James? No. Does he get in above Trent Alexander-Arnold? No. Does he get in above Carl Walker or Cancelo? No. Does he get in above any of our top four rivals? Does he get in above Aaron Wan-Bissaka? Does he get close to any of those guys? No. If Arsenal want to close the gap to those teams, we need to be signing players that close that gap as much as possible. And I just don't think that Dumfries is, is the the guy to do that, to be honest. Um, let's send a link uh, to my first guest that's going to come on. As we said, if you would like to come on the show, uh, then all you need to do is send me a DM over at the Green Talk TV and we're going to be discussing uh, lots of transfer news with lots of you hopefully going to be coming on throughout the show. We've already got a few guests lined up already. Uh, and so we're going to be discussing as much of that as feasibly possible. Ronnie says, I'm finding our business really slow. Uh, I, how it picks up within the next few months, or rather you hope it picks up for the next few months. We have a difficult start in August. I'm not sure if it's slow. If you look at all the business that everyone else is doing at the moment and how and where we are in the window, which is eight, the 18th of June, we're just over a week into the window actually opening. And if you think that the windows of the European clubs don't open until a little bit later as well, I'm not sure that it is actually going so slow, but we'll see. Maybe maybe things will change. But big up, Josh. Good to have you in the chat, mate. As always, absolute pleasure. Uh, Sahil says, Tom, uh, I'm not jumping the gun, but it looks like we have learned a lesson 
and not just following one player rather than putting all of our eggs in different baskets. Mint says, uh, oh, I've missed a comment. Mint says, I'd like to know whose idea it was to get rid of Daniel Marlon and keep Nketiah. Well, they were at the clubs, kind of, I think, at different times. Marlon was at the club about four, five years ago. Uh, and Ketty's kind of come from in the last three-ish. So I, I think that I think there's reasons why Nketiah was brought through and Marlon. Marlon actually wanted to go. Marlon felt he was already ready for the first team. And he may have been right, to be fair, but he actually pushed for the move, as far as I'm aware, when he did leave for PSV. Uh, JDM says, question, Tom, would you keep Willock or sell or loan? Personally, I would loan him. If we're going to, for me, it's not about a loan. Arsenal need money in this window. If you're going to keep him, keep him. If he's going to go, get a big fee for him. Because he could go on loan, like Ainsley Maitland-Niles has, and it not really work out, which is a bit of a problem. So there you go. Uh, let's scroll down to a couple of more questions. Uh, Akil says, Tom, would you rather Awar for 20 million or Madison for 70? I always say it's not my money. I'd rather get the better player in any day. It does depend on who else we're able to sign. If you're telling me that we get Awar for 20 million, but then we're going to get someone else or we can't get all the rest of our targets, then that might be a bit of a problem. Anyway, let's bring in my first guest of the day. It's Deshant. How are you doing, mate? Are you well? Yeah, yeah, I'm doing well here, Tom. Hey, everybody. How are you doing, brother? You good? You good? Enjoying the transfer yeah. chaos, as always. Oh, my God. It's been, like, chaotic. Everything going on. So many links, so many stuff going on. Every day, it's like new link. It's like a spinning wheel going on around. Uh, so many places. <laughs> it's like a, a raffle. Like, you know, they're big wheels where they turn it around. They put out yeah. a ball and it's like, oh, Madison today. That's what we're going to be talking about. Anyway, we've just been discussing, I suppose, a little bit kind of how slow Arsenal have been in some people's minds so far this window. I, I actually think it's, it's still pretty early in the window to be worrying about getting loads of deals done. I'm quite calm at this stage. If we get into July and we've really not made too many signings by that point, then I'd start worrying. But do you think yeah. Arsenal are being a bit slow, or do you think this is no, still no. a bit of a chill period? We, we already made uh, two bits for, you know, Ben White and, uh, you know, uh, Lukonga already. So mm. that uh, shows that Arsenal mean business this transfer window, because uh, we need uh, many signings. So that already showcases that uh, we are uh, on the way. And it will take some time, because we need many signings. So, yeah. As you said, it will take till July, early or July mid, uh, so the signings to be done. So, yeah, you are right. Exactly right. The business What's, hasn't been so. Yeah. No, Sorry. who's your number one at the moment? Who do you think is, who's the guy when you've seen all the people that have been linked to us so far, you're like, yeah, I want that guy to be signed by Arsenal. I think I think I will pick Madison. I think he will make a big difference to Arsenal. Uh he has been uh, injured for the uh, this season, previous season. Mm. But I still think uh, the three years that he's been at uh, Leicester City and previously Norway City as well, I think he's better than Bundeya, uh, much better than him. And uh, I think he he will make that difference. Uh, Are you annoyed about the amount? Bundeya situation? Would it annoy you that we didn't? No, get him? no. I think uh, I think uh, we we are overrating uh, Bundeya quite a bit because I don't think uh, necessarily he's worth forty million or thirty three million or whatever the bid was. Uh, mm. And the uh, the Norway city were like demanding so much from us. So we literally said that we won't be paying that much amount to you. So it was that simple. So yeah, and the. As Arsenal go, fans go, you already know, you, you were also like uh, saying that Arsenal show, uh, aren't showing that ambition. But I agree uh, that uh, we made a bid and then didn't carry on with the second bid. So it, it yeah. really creates a quite a, you know, uh, uh, complicated sort of situation. Yeah, complicated. So 
are, are they sure what, what player they want to go for or are they like uh, confused uh, are they not sure so it's very you know you uh, it's like very confusing uh, so yeah no i completely understand it, it has been it's it's confusing to see so many links in such yeah, a short space yeah. of time and i remember doing like the shows last summer where we talked about all of arsenal transfers and it seemed a little bit more gradual and it was kind of more focused like awar was a big figure Partey was a big figure gabriel of course as well willian that got done very early and then runnison kind of came up in in between and david raya was another one that came up but this summer i mean i was i was put up an image on twitter the other day and we've already done 32 different tactical yeah, 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 I saw, I saw, I saw. it's crazy how many we've yeah. had to cover already and do you for you when you're obviously you're on twitter of course as well yeah, and yeah. you follow all the different things it's obviously interesting to talk about kind of the social aspect of it as a fan scrolling through social media do you find it stressful do you find it a real difficult period to try and keep up with all the transfer news yes absolutely i think the social aspect has made it difficult to keep a transfer you know quite uh, silently mm. as uh, the report came from the athletic as uh, you must have read it as well that arsenal want to keep the signings as a secret or a move quite secretly as they said in the athletic uh, but yeah. uh, it's quite difficult with the social aspect because the agents are looking for a uh, use sums uh, to get for their clients and for themselves so it gets yeah. uh, difficult so they uh, try to introduce clubs that they are aren't interested like for example take uh, rodrigo de paul uh, arsenal weren't interested in him so that's one yeah. uh, signing that uh, makes uh, you know news i would have uh, you know liked rodrigo de paul at arsenal he he, he likes uh, interest me the kind of player uh, you know gets out of his seats like uh, santi cozola for example yeah. so that's kind of a player that uh, you know arsenal need to get and uh, same for Martin Odegaard. If he's the number one signing, just get him. But yeah, I understand he, uh, it would be like very expensive and that all and that thing. So yeah, it's very difficult to keep up with the transfer news because every second or every hour of the day, it's like a new signing is coming in. Like first it started with Julian Brandt and now we have reached uh, to the James Madison links. So like, mm. uh, there is, you know, it's like very crazy what's... Uh, uh, are Arsenal really like have a coherent plan or uh, are uh, reports being uh, sent out by agents? So it's like very complicated to, you know, judge what is exactly happening. So, yeah. It is. It is really difficult to try and track and, and make sense of what's true and what's not. Anyway, thank you, Dushyant, for your time. Really appreciate that. Tell people where they can find you on your own channel. I'm going to leave a link to it in the description as well. So uh, tell people where they can find you. Yeah, uh, guys, you can find me at uh, Let's Talk Arsenal. Uh, just started talking about Arsenal, giving my views on the weekly transfer show, doing my stuff and giving my previews and everything. So, yeah, you can find me on Let's Talk Arsenal and also my Twitter. Uh, it's uh, Dushyant AFC. So you can find me there as well. Awesome stuff. Thank you, mate. Much appreciated time. We'll see you again soon. Thank you. No problem at all. Massive thank you to Dushan for coming. I want to go for a couple through of your comments and then we'll get our next guest on as well. If you would like a chance to jump on the show and have your say on Arsenal's transfer window, just send us over a DM at the Guna Talk to you as long as you're 18 and over. You can come and have a chat as well. Uh, let's go to, I wanted to pick up on Joe's comment because it was quite a good one. Uh, Joe says, Tom, I feel that most summers the club posture rather than act, which is a really good way of putting it. While I still have my very big scepticisms and worries, 
These targets, not disregarding their prices, show urgency and intent, rarities seen here. And I certainly agree with him saying in the facts, especially, Joe, that we talk about players being linked to Arsenal. We often get very disappointed at the level of kind of links to players. Like I remember last summer when we were being linked to, obviously, Willian at the beginning of the window. And then Gabriel's name came up, but not many people have really heard of, of Gabriel by this point. And it wasn't kind of the signings that we were expecting from a huge window in Arteta's first season. However, obviously, then the Alwars and the Partey started to pick up, but we were only really able to get in one of those. This summer, we're seeing some really big links already. And, and whilst they may not happen, it is more encouraging. And maybe it does go to show some of the intent the club has. Uh, thank you so much, Vegas Gunner, for the super chat. He says, hi, Tom. Uh, we seem to be targeting players based in England, which is smart. Do you think Garlic has something to do with this? I think there may be a, an element of that, especially with his experience in the Premier League of working specifically for the Premier League. But I do believe that Arteta, having worked at Man City and knowing how successful a lot of the Premier League players that have joined that club were, has also realised that, hey, Arsenal have not been doing this for a hell of a long time and it's something that we do definitely need to change. Anyway, let's get in my next guest on the channel. It is Michael. How are you doing, mate? Are you well? Are you good? I'm well, thank you. How are you? Yes, very good. Good to have you on the show, mate. We're kind of talking thank about you. here about kind of the level of players that we're being linked to and kind of the, I suppose, the, the notoriety, the popular levels of these players. Madison, we obviously know of very, very much so. Buendia previously, 50 million bids for centre-backs. Does it fill you with encouragement or is it frustrating to you that we're not getting the business done as early as maybe some maybe want us to? Well, that's that's a tough one because the, the part where, you know, we have to finish our transfer business early, you know, mm. there's, there are factors the Euros are currently on. For some, that's not an excuse for some, right? But I personally think it's a factor because they're going to be focusing, uh, like a lot of players do, on their international uh, games. The thing yeah. is, our squad currently has a lot of excess players, you know, Ganduzi, Torreira, um, and others, depending on who you ask, Bellerin maybe. You can't, in my opinion, you can't get in more players before you first release them, because if something goes wrong, you're going to end up with, with a wage bill, you know, that's absolutely enormous. So I, I generally see we first have to maybe say, we want this player, we want this player, but at the same time, we first have to get that guy out. So let's say if we're looking at, let's say, Neves, as a replacement for Xhaka, we have to get Xhaka out because if he's a replacement for Xhaka, he's a replacement. He's not yeah, a substitute, sure. you know. So that's that's the first part. As for the you know the quality of the players, I'm a bit skeptical, honestly, because okay, we've signed Nicolas Pepe and Party, right, which have been two massive signings. But I don't know how long Arsenal can sustain this type of development for buying players let's say, in excess of 40 million, because we've seen Ben, ben Whiteling for about 40, 50 million, right? Now, yeah. I generally think that we can improve in defence because there's a whole team where we have to improve, you know, defence, attack, midfield. Yeah. But how long can we begin splashing 50 million, 10 million here? Because let's be honest, I think our midfield is the priority. So if we, let's say, have, and it's pushing it, if we have 150 million to spend, we first have to see, you know, we can't spend 50 million on a midfielder, another 50 million on a midfielder, and another 50 million on a centre back because it just doesn't make sense. It's not very Arsenal. I just can't mm. see it, in all honesty. I just I don't see this happening where maybe it's one signing of 50 million, but I, I'm not too happy with it, in all honesty. It's okay. So let's look about one of the players that is obviously looking about that amount of money, which is Ben White, is looking the most yeah. likely of those. He obviously, the link has split opinion. Um, and 
initially, I'll be very honest. When I initially saw the Ben White link, and I was like, "Wow, that's that's a lot of money." Like my that was my initial reaction. I know that sometimes, and we talk about it a lot, you need to take a step back, reflect, think about why is he actually costing that amount of money. And when we have reflected, it makes a bit more sense. I mean, we think about we spent twenty eight million on an unknown French defender in Saliba. This is a guy that's played uh, a year in the Premier League already. He's an England international now. He's got that English tax. He's helped Leeds get up from the Championship, and they desperately wanted to keep him. So maybe a 40 million figure seems about right. But now it's getting into the realms of the 50s. Does it worry you that if Arsenal are spending this much money on a centre-back that it may detract from other areas of the pitch? Well, I don't know what's going on in Mikel Arteta's head, in all honesty. <laughs> because no, that's fine, this Greg. <laughs> no, I'm actually Arteta in. I mean, but my thing is he might be planning to, to swap to a back five, right? With three centre-backs and, and two wing-backs. Now, maybe he doesn't see Saliba, Gabriel, and any other holding maybe as a sustainable back three. Maybe he wants someone who's going to be rock solid, and in his eyes, it's Ben White, and he needs, he, needs, he needs to splash the cash for that. I don't know. If he's going to stay into a back, a back two, I, I, I don't know what exactly is, is in his head. That's what I mean. If, he's, mm. if he ends up having a back five next season and I see Ben White, I've got absolutely no problem spending 50 million because I think he might actually take the role of David Luiz in sort of maybe that ball playing centre back and you know the guy who solidifies the defence in the middle. So I'm not I'm not too upset by that. Do you think there's a do you think about when we look at some of the other players that say we've been or rather the fans want us to sign? This is kind of the toughest question. Um the Basuma situation, which is obviously something that the club really wants or yeah. rather the fans really want us to see. What do you feel about that signing? Because obviously well, I'd I'd like to see him sign. Um but there is, there does seem to be this obsession around him. Do you think if Arsenal don't end up getting him, there could be yet another kind of meltdown in the fan base? I don't think I know there would be another meltdown because he he has quality. You know, he is he's a quality midfielder. Hmm. Do I think do we definitely hundred percent have to go for him? Possibly it would help if we did. You know, the majority of the fan base want him. But just like we saw with Bendia, right? There was an uproar at first. Maybe yeah. a bit, bit of an embarrassment, but there are replacements, you know, yeah, the, yeah. as unlikely as it might sound, you know, this James Madison, for example, who's currently mm-hmm. being linked. There are other players. So, yeah, the fans, I think, including myself, let's be honest, I'm going to be honest here. They set their hearts to a specific player. And that's that's our job because we're fans, you know, we set yeah, our emotions into things. But there are other players. Let's not forget. I mean, the Premier League is a tough league. Every team there has quality. You know, I'm, I'm very sure that worldwide you've got quality. And if we can't splash the crash on the midfielder, then we should, I believe, invest in scouting. You know, do something like Leicester do. Yeah. We need a sustainable development because currently I, I don't see us splashing the cash every year. So that's how I believe personally. That's fine, mate. Um, thank you so much for coming on, Michael. Much appreciated your time. Tell people where they can find you on the socials if you like. I don't honestly that much on social media, unfortunately. So That's fine. I, no, I, I don't blame you. <laughs> I do it, I do it solo. Thanks for having me, man. That's no problem at all. Thank you so much for coming Thank on, you. mate. Appreciate your time. Awesome stuff. A massive thank you to Michael for coming on. Again, showing it is it genuinely, it does fill me with such pride sometimes when you see the guys that come on, like Dushyant and like Michael. Uh, the, you guys are so informative and know so much about, about Arsenal and different things that it's, you don't shy away from the questions. So if you would like to come on, you're over 18 years of age, you can and you can jump in. Uh, I'm just going to quickly send the link. 
basically, you may have seen this in many shows, like on TalkSport, or maybe if you live abroad, you have different phone-in shows. You have the presenter, and you have like a whole production team behind the scenes. Now, I'm doing this on my own, which is really difficult to talk, listen, answer questions all at the same time. So do bear with me if I look like I'm completely absent, because I'm probably sending links to different people. Let's jump into the chat box, though, and I'm, and I'm getting your chat box comments at the same time. It's man, man multitasking is what it is. Let's scroll up a little bit more. Uh, PAPP says, uh, the Ben White makes sense, guys. Uh, Louise is gone. Saliba is not proving in the EPL. Marie, Gabriel, and Louise was injured last season at the same time. And I think, if anything, we had learned from, if we think back to Liverpool's season last year, Liverpool, of course, was a hugely affected team. Van Dijk was gone. Matic was gone. Um, Joe Gomez had gone. It's very quick that you can lose players and very quickly become very vulnerable and a little bit weak in that area. And just because we're signing Ben White doesn't necessarily mean that Saliba's not going to get that chance. And I suppose Saliba's a big kind of topic for conversation at the moment and certainly one that we're going to focus on with some of our guests when they jump on. Thanks, guys. Much appreciate the support in the chat. But as always, you're absolutely legends. While I've got a break uh, at the moment, I am going to give a shout out to Football Prizes, who are our sponsors, as always, for these shows. At the moment, we have a Gilberto Silva shirt, which I'm just going to show you uh, right now. Let me just throw on to that. Here we go. That's not the right one. Where's it gone? Chrome tab. There we go. See, professional, as always. You can win this signed Gilberto Silva shirt if you go to the link in the description to Football Prizes. There is currently 48 tickets have been sold, so only half the tickets have been sold for this. Um, but we do have uh, one of our members that's going to win a free ticket, and we're also going to do that now. So if we go to the random number generator, we can go onto our Discord server and we can find out which one of our members is going to win the ticket for the competition. We've got 27 entries, which I think is the most that we've ever had in the Discord server. I'm going to click this five times, and fingers crossed, one of you guys is going to win uh, a ticket into the draw for free. Uh, so you can check it. One, two, three, four, and five. It's number two. Wow, 27 entries, and we have to go all the way back to number two. And that's Zane. Zane has won. He's actually one of our newer members in the crew. So congratulations to Zane. He has won a free ticket into today's competition to win a signed Gilberto Silva shirt. So massive congratulations to Zane. If you are watching, if you're watching on Playback, there you go. But Zane is this week's winner of the competition. So he has got a free ticket. So if you'd like a chance to still win that signed Gilberto Silva Invincible shirt, you can. It comes with the certificate of authentication. So it's it's not fake. Uh, it definitely comes with all the things you need to make sure it's real. And uh, yeah, they're about five or a ticket and there's only ever a hundred tickets, Max. So you've got a good chance and you can buy as many as you like. I mean, Jared, Jared Carver, one of our great listeners has won a Bergkamp signed shirt and a Nicholas Pepe signed shirt. And they are up on his wall um, as well. And he, he puts them up very, very proudly. So uh, there you go. He's in the chat. Congrats to Jared on winning those legends. Let's get through a couple more of your thoughts in the chat box. Papa Boyles says, Arsenal in eighth place. Does Ben White improve the team? Does Ben White help Arsenal get to the top four? Great sign him up. Which is always the things and the questions that we've got to kind of ask ourselves is do they help us achieve for do they help us achieve our targets um i'm so distracted right now i'm trying to sort out so much stuff at the same time while talking um md hi carl says which is probably the hardest name i've had to say so far i think with brendia arsenal is trying their luck uh, which is why they didn't seriously follow up with the second bid now that he's gone off the list they are revealing their first choice in madison maybe so and there is part of me that feels like aston villa were always targeting 
Emi Buendia. He was always their number one, whereas Arsenal had quite a few, and we know that Martin Erdegaard was the priority in that list. And so because of that, and because he was the priority, when they found out that he was going to be basically bidded for by Aston Villa, I think it sent them into a bit of a state of panic. And I just look at that and I go, I'm not sure if it was really as bad as I made it out to be at the time. But, you know, we can always ask someone. And why don't we ask our fantastic member, Iso? How are you doing, mate? Are you good? Are you well? Hello, Tom. How are you doing? Everything well? Yeah, very good. Oh, this is great. Your connection is its crisp. It's, it's lovely. It's, Everything it's good. There you go. It's beautiful, right? <laughs> How do you feel about the Buendia thing? When, and, and like... I know that we feel like we're talking about this and it's been weeks now since he left, but it does something that has kind of, in a way, really kind of branded this early transfer window stages as being a bit unsuccessful. Does he think it's affecting Arsenal? Or do you think it's very much a case of, look, that one didn't work out and now we're moving on to the next target? Uh, I prefer not to use that. I don't want to hear that name anymore. I'm, I'm actually, <laughs> I don't want to yeah, hear that on. name. Because I don't really, uh, the, the thing that he did, Aston Villa, the cheek of Aston Villa to even come for our young gun, Emil Smith Rowe. Yeah. And to, and to give him 25 million on top of the fact of how they mugged us off in the summer, right? Like two weeks before that, when they took Bondi, mm. our main transfer target. That's uh, Aston Villa. I, I, I want them to get relegated just like Ty. Oh, it's, it's the Brighton hate now. We're in yeah, reform like for Brighton, Aston yeah. Villa. Yeah. yeah, I don't no. like that. What have you made of kind of the business so far? Do you think it is slow? Do you want to th see things happen more? Because, I mean, I look at, say, United, I look at Chelsea, Liverpool, City. They're not doing anything. They haven't signed anyone Yeah, I mean, Liverpool have got Canate, obviously. But there's not much business going on right now. Do you think that there is maybe a, a desperation in the early stages to get some business done from the Arsenal fans? Or do you think, actually, no, they're well within their rights to be asking? For transfers to be done early well arsenal is a top eight team right now to be That's honest with you sad isn't it <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a sad thing it's a sad state yeah, of affairs yeah. but uh city actually have two football teams two world-class football teams uh arsenal have half a football team and they want to add on top of that so that's why i expect them to be more Urgent, there need more urgency in the transfer window. I don't see them being urgent. I, like, okay, Garlic came, Edu came, and then who, who we had? Uh, uh, the we had Raul Sanyehi and Sven Mislintat, yeah. yeah, and Husfami, so many. Husfami, and then, yeah, the scout that bought um, Avrapanis and Gundi. Sven yeah. Mislintat, yeah. Yeah, Sven Mislintat, yeah, him. So we had a couple of regime changes on like a couple of summers right now, okay? But the fact that it always ends up the same exact way, that's what's kind of making me like, what, what are we doing here? What is Arsenal coming up to? Like, we're not... I remember the times we were in 2004, I think so, when Arsenal was at its height. And mm. Ramsey was in Cardiff. And there was a transfer battle between... He, he would choose between who, who he would go to, either Manchester United or Arsenal. Now we're actually haggling for 25, 20 million, 25 million for Bondia to join us or Aston Villa. That's how far we have dropped from the from where we were basically. So uh, Arsenal, I, I should cancel my name and put when I enter the studio as the depressed gooner, not the deluded gooner or not Isoa, <laughs> the depressed gooner.
I think it's, I mean, deluded Gooner, I think DG will have some words if you were going to try and take that off him. But let me let me ask you a couple more questions before I let you go then. We're seeing some links, obviously some, some big players, but one of the really kind of key things about this window for me was seeing change and seeing a change in the type of players that we were going for. Lukonga seems to be a bit of a change. Going for someone who's kind of young, but's already really got those leadership qualities at Anderlecht, 21 years of age, Belgium national already, has got a lot of praise and a lot of interest in the likes of Bayern, Dortmund, and Milan and Monaco. It seems different to me than what we've done in the in like kind of the, like the past five seasons. Only like little signings like maybe Gabriel Martinelli, uh, and more recently say Gabriel from Lille. Do you think that's a real good sign that we're going for that style of signing? He's he's the most excited player that I think Arsenal would get for me exactly because he, he yeah Lukongo yeah. Mm. Yeah, for me, he would be. I would actually be more interested in him coming than Bissouma. Bissouma, I, I'm not. Uh, the hype is over. I'm. I'm done with it. I'm like, is he coming or not? When, whenever he puts his uh, the Arsenal shirt, yeah. Whenever he, he, he I've seen him wearing the Arsenal shirt. That's the time I'm gonna believe that he's actually an Arsenal player. But for now, Carlos, if he's not there right now, I don't care. I I don't want to talk about him because what's the point? Ben White, same thing. We're going to keep on talking about these type of players that cost 40 million, 60 million, mm. upwards of that. I don't, I don't really care, Tom. I don't care. Either you come and wear the That's Arsenal fine. shirt. Yeah. Either you come wear the Arsenal shirt mm. and, and take pictures and be cute and nice and play for the Arsenal or just... I don't care about you. I, I mean, I used to... I was Okay, let me, let me ask you this then, because that's a really good point you've raised there. That you say you don't... You, it's about the Arsenal's the priority, right? That's for you. The yeah. Arsenal is the number one. Saliba, right? Saliba's this kid that's coming with a hell of a lot of potential, a player that we really want to see succeed at Arsenal. But the information that's come out recently is very much that his camp, his reps himself, feel that the month that they're going to have to prove to Arteta, the month they're going to have to prove in pre-season, that's not enough. And they feel that he's done enough to already kind of justify a place in the squad. Do you think that there is maybe a little bit of expectation on his shoulders that he should already be in the team starting? And if if that is the case, and Arteta and the management and the club feel that he's not yet there and he wants to leave, are you fine with that? Because is that not him putting himself maybe ahead of... This is obviously... I'm just asking you the question. This is not how I feel. But do, do you think that he could... Or rather, he is maybe acting in a way a little bit not spoiled, but expectant that he should be in the team already. Is uh, is he? What are you basically trying to say is he's acting like a prima donna or something like he's in the most polite way possible. Am I saying that he's got an expectation that he should be getting more minutes now? And has, does he have a right to that expectation? I suppose is the best. Uh, the more the the guy he's supposed to be battling it out with should should, should be the, the the feeling that you're the projection or the sentiment that you're trying to convey right now. Mm. I feel about that not with Saliba. I feel it with Mavropanos because he's the player yeah. that I feel that his ceiling is. He proved himself like in Stuttgart and the way he plays in the Bundesliga, getting man of the match performances every time. And Sven brought him, and Sven is gonna take him back again in his club. I think so, right? The, he, that is yeah, yeah. yeah. So. Uh, yeah, why doesn't he get a chance? Saliba, Saliba, I don't know. Yeah, there's there might be some attitude problems, some maturity issues. I don't know mm. what. Basically, yeah. So for that, I could forgive for that. Maybe for one month, one month should be enough for the Arteta to see you and say, "Yo, I don't really like you. I don't rate you." 
True. We're going to loan you out or we're going to bring Tapsoba. We're going to cash in on you. You're young. You have a high ceiling. You're rated in France. Everybody seems to like you there. So wanted to go back there uh, with another club like Lyon or uh, Marseille. So basically, go start you, there. You would say there. the club has then failed Saliba by not giving him that chance. like Because you're saying there that you've got a month, you give him those pre-season games. If he doesn't show enough there, then he's not rated enough and he has to go. Yeah, and cash in on him because he's quite young, right? He's uh, sure. he's he has, yeah, he has like what? You, what can we get for him? We got him. We got Arsenal got him for how much? Basically, seventeen or nineteen? Yeah. I don't know. So if you get twenty-five for, yeah, eighteen he was when we got him. Yeah, yeah. So if you get a 20, 25 for him, right? Oh, now, sorry, no. His price was twenty-eight million when we signed him. He oh, was eighteen years old. It was twenty-eight million when no, we signed no, him. No, 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 no. He has to stay for one more season at least. Oh, okay, fair <laughs> enough. That's changed your mind. That's fine. Yeah. No, it's great. You're allowed to change yeah. your mind. It's great. That's what we encourage yeah. to do. It. Twenty-eight million, Tom. Twenty-eight million for a guy yeah. that's highly rated. I don't know. He has to. We have to see something. He didn't get a chance. At least play yeah, the yeah. Carling Cup. Carling Cup. You had the Carling Cup. You had a couple of competition, like local competitions. Yeah, Why don't yeah. you play him there? Arteta seems to like who he wants to like, not who he has to play. Sure. He. He has that mentality. I don't know what's up with him, but he has to. Like I even I'm until now that all the issues that Arteta have done, uh, the way he messed up the Europa League, I give him with the transfer window and the summer. I give him till December. If he doesn't fix up, go go away. Fair enough, man. Fair enough. That's, I mean, I love the fact that you you were presented with new information and you changed your mind, and I completely respect that. That's what you promote. That's what you promote. Exactly, one hundred percent, mate. That's yeah. that's what it's about, son. Anyway, absolute yeah. pleasure, I saw having you on as always. Tell people they can Thank find you, you if you want them to. If you don't, then you can just hit out. Uh, I'm anonymous. There you go. Here he is. Except, for, except for the Gunnar talk. There you go. There you go. Thanks, mate. I'll see you in the Discord. Have a good one, son. Yeah. Thank you. Have a good one. See you later. Thank you so much, Isoa, for joining us on the show. Uh, brilliant stuff. And we promote people changing their minds when they are giving you information. If you're wrong, you're wrong. And I've been wrong a hell of a lot. And uh, if you come into the channel, you come into the chat and you want to change your mind about something, that's what we're all about. So massive, massive thanks to Isoa for jumping on. We're going to go and get another uh, another guest on in just a second. We're going to go get some of your comments first, though, in the chat box and see what you guys are saying. Uh, Yo-Yo says, Saliba made such a mistake joining this club. Hope he gets to leave sooner rather than later. I disagree 100%. I hope he stays. I hope he proves himself. And I really genuinely hope he succeeds at the club. Saeed says, Inter, are you stupid? Check the stats. Inter? Who's Inter? Check the stats and you are again. Say what he's done. He's performed consistently. Anyway, Saeed, let's let's not call people stupid in the chat box. In fact, let's see you get timed out for those five minutes. Respect and only respect for the guests. Wayne Sage says, Arsenal fans are so emotional. They hear a link to a certain player and if that player isn't signed, the entire transfer window is a disaster. Chaos. Absolute chaos. I think it is a disaster if we don't actually get a player in. Easy does it. Let's get another guest on the channel. It's Elias. How you doing, mate? Are you well? Are you good? Yeah, yeah, perfect. Thank you. I'm, I'm very good. Thank you. And you? You good? Yes, good. Joining us from Quebec, Canada. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The French part of Canada. Yeah. Yes. My you feel it in French. Is that so... Conversations yes, with Saliba yes. would be no problem at all. Uh, Lacazette, Aubameyang, everyone, everyone, Fantastic everyone. stuff, fantastic. Let's talk, I mean, we were just talking there about Saliba. Yeah. If you were, let's say, you're in that situation, you're in a room with Saliba and a conversation with this guy in, in your native tongue, and you're talking with him and tell me, what would you say to him in regards to this situation that we found ourselves in? Would you be encouraging him to look just... 
you're 20 years old at this stage. You've got a lot more development still to do. Do you think that you would need to, to encourage him more or do you think it would be an easy job? I'm worrying that you may have disconnected because that is a frozen face on my screen. We're going to get Elias back very, very quickly. You see that's how quick connection. I noticed that? He'll be back in a second, Elias, I'm sure. He's back. He is. Yeah, He's I'm here. back. I'm back. Sorry for the bad connection. That's fine. It's yeah, fine. yeah I, I heard. Yeah. So for Saliba, for Saliba, like I know I'm from the new generation of football and football is totally different your, in the past. Your opinion is still just as valid, mate. So talk Yeah, yeah. Time. So the thing is with Saliba, he's 20 years old. And the thing is, um, how many top six teams have, have like a partnership in the back with someone that is 23 and another one that is 20 years old? So I think for me, he's got to like prove himself. Like Arsenal are much bigger than Nice. They're much bigger than Saint-Étienne. And like he's got to like buckle down and actually fight for his place because let's be honest, he's, he's nowhere near the... The, for me, the Arsenal mentality, I think he has shown a bit of arrogance in some of his interviews. And I, don't, I would not say he reminds me of Gunduzi. I hope not. I really hope he doesn't remind me of Gunduzi. Yeah. But he's got to show me more than this, you know. And that's for me the Arsenal way. The Arsenal way is, is not only by your name or by your. Um, you've, got to, you've got to prove yourself at the club first. I think it's obviously an important thing when you come to a club like Arsenal, there's a bit of humility sometimes I think you need to have. Not even just at Arsenal. Being a footballer is an incredibly privileged position to be in. It's, yeah. it's a privileged position because you get to do what you love on a daily basis and you get to play football, which is another obviously great thing to be able to do. And I just... I do get the feeling that if you're not happy at 20 years old to be given the opportunity to prove yourself at Arsenal, there is something about that. Now, I don't actually believe he has been given a fair shot at the right time. I also believe he has been mismanaged and was mismanaged at the end of the last summer transfer window when obviously we didn't get that loan sorted for him if we wanted to let him go. But it is still a very difficult situation, especially when you see him go mm. to Nice, conduct about... 27 interviews talking about Mikel Arteta at his time. It does, it does frustrate. And I think there is a fair mm. argument to say that there, he does cause frustration. Anyway, I don't want to linger on Saliba. I do want to ask you about other things. Who has most excited you about who Arsenal have been linked to so far this window? Well, I haven't been excited with no player at this moment. Like, for mm. me, uh, what excites me is, of course, it's irrealistic, but Neymar, Messi. That's what excites me the most. But... Yeah. Um, I'm really looking forward to uh, the, the, a player in the ilk of Ruben Neves uh, because I've looked at Bissouma and we looked at... Because the, the thing with Bissouma and the difference between the two is that we looked at the tactical breakdowns and the mm. passing of Bissouma really worries me for a club like Arsenal and the way we want to play. And Bissouma, uh, Ruben Neves would be someone that for me would do even better than what he did with Wolves because of the players he's got around, the system. And I think that's a player really that excites me more in the... Not necessarily the name; it's really the tactical side of it. Yeah, of and uh, yeah, a, a, a real pass like a telly is someone that I'm also interested in. So, uh, someone that could yeah, that would be very unrealistic now. Yeah, very. <laughs> uh, of course, yeah. But I hope I hope so still. But uh, yeah, a real passer would be uh, the main target for me to accompany uh, to be with Thomas Partey and then the Congo to be the backup of the Thomas Partey. What's annoyed you about this transfer window so far? What's really got on your nerves about this window so far? For, I would say, you might even be quite chilled about yeah, it. Yeah, I'm really chilled. I, I would say the fans, because I don't want to okay. attack the fans. But... <laughs> they are listening. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Because on social media, I look at so many reactions, so overreactions. I see 
fans saying, oh, look at Arteta, look at the board. We haven't bought Buendia, a championship player. I'm like, come on, man. He's, I, I, he's, that was Buendia. me not... didn't sign Buendia, to be fair. <laughs> I, I mean, okay, I was, okay, I have to be honest. No, no, I was it's fine, it's fine, I was, no, fine. I was wrong. Yeah. I felt like I overreacted in that moment about <laughs> Buendia not signing. I, re I really did. And I think there is an element yeah. of... When you do obviously go on social media, which you, you are on social, and I'll let you plug that in a second. When when you're on it, it is very easy to see a massive swash of chaos and anger towards kind of the Arsenal or the club in general, because we are very annoyed by the way that it's run quite rightly it is and has been run very, very badly. But I do feel that there's, for me anyway, there is a bit of a moment right now where we do need to take a step back and realise it's the 18th of June. There's a hell of a lot longer of this window still to go and a lot to change. So my final question to you, uh, Elias, is to ask, what is your expectation for the window? What are you, not your hope, but genuinely what you think realistically Arsenal are going to mm. do this window? Well, the first thing I think we'll sell... Uh, because every summer we say, we say, like, we need to ship as many players as possible. I think this is going to be the summer we're going to see the most exits. And I think that's very realistic. And the second thing, I could see definitely um, uh, two midfielders. I think that's very realistic. Um, but two midfielders, I'd say uh, the number 10 is not midfielder for me. So, like, the, the, in the pivot. Sure. And I think the uh, I think Ben White looks really likely. And to be fair, I think maybe we're not going to spend 250 million. I, that, there is no way we're going to spend that. Maybe um, maybe like surpassing the 150 million gap because of the sales. I think that would be realistic. And I think that that should be enough. That not not that there would be should be enough for top four. Wow, that is a big, big call. Remember how many teams there are? There's like nine teams now that want top four. Mm. <laughs> it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. Yeah, I really appreciate tough. your time, Elias. I hope you've enjoyed your moment on the show and, and given a chance to answer your questions. Give a shout out for your social media so people can go give you a follow. You've actually received quite a lot of love in the chat, which is great to see as well. Yeah, thank so, you, guys. So tell people where they can find you. Well, um, well, it's uh, Elias, my name, uh, mm -hmm. underscore AFC on Twitter. That's it. Yeah. So I've I've been pronouncing that wrong the entire time, but it's or Elias. Yeah, it's, it's, Elias. it's Elias. Oh, it's right. yeah. Just so a... he put an E when I asked him, right? So I was just <laughs> going off one. No, it's all good. Thank you, man. I really appreciate your time. Fantastic. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Having a family. Like, thank you very much. See you later. Bye bye. Have a good one. Right. A massive thank you to Ilias and of course to Isowa. Uh, and all of our guests that have been on today, we've had a fantastic group of people, Michael uh, and Rashant uh, as well. Really, I mean, he amazes me every single time when we talk to the different people on the channel because you genuinely are so knowledgeable <laughs> about this game. And what's funny is I was sitting there going when Ilias was talking and says, on the tactical breakdowns, I'm saying, wow, these, these shows are actually having a bit of an impact, more than I thought, So, which is great. It's fantastic. And uh, it's great to see you guys throwing the love out for our guests as well. That's great. And the fact that you guys are showing support for these people that may have never, ever been on a live podcast or live show before is so great. And uh, we have really built up an amazing community here and uh, we continue to allow it to grow. Fingers crossed. Um, we've still got 10 minutes or so left. So, I mean, if there is any last minute people that would like to come on, you can. We have no one else lined up so far, but if you want to send us a DM over at the Guna Talk TV, you've been inspired by some of the people that come on, then send me a DM and we'll try and get you on. Drop a like on the video as well while you're here and subscribe to the channel as well to get all of your Arsenal content. We'll be back at 8 a.m. tomorrow morning, but we've still got 10 minutes. So let's get through some of your comments in the chat box. Yo-Yo uh, says, Arsenal have struggled to sell their players for years. Barca, PSG, no, lo no longer want... Hector Bellerin, which is obviously 
a situation that we find ourselves in that he is going to be going to most likely Spain. He doesn't really want to go to another English club, which I have complete respect for. Um, and you've got to turn around and say, look, if he doesn't want to play for another English club, that's been something that quite a few other players that have left Arsenal have not had that same level of respect, which is great. And I think that when you look at him going, it's going to be a moment where we look back and we go, I appreciate the time that you were here. I think there was real potential in your game, but it probably is, you know, the right moment, the right time for him to move on. If we can get, say, £20 million for him, I think that's a really, really good deal for Arsenal to reinvest. You may even be able to get his, say, replacement in for around the same kind of, of figure. So it all tells me that Ajax have signed a new goal. I know that they were linked with, I can't remember who it was. You may be able to tell me. Um, they were linked with one. But the fact they've got him in does tell us that Onana is leaving. I think that Onana was going to leave no matter what. And obviously, they do start the season without him playing because of his ban until November. But, you know, it could be the first domino that needs to fall. Jashar says, hi, Tom. Do you think that the biggest prime donor... Uh, oh, do you mean prima donna? <laughs> I think you do. Uh, the biggest prima donna at Arsenal is Arteta himself. Wow. I do think there is an element of Arteta believing that maybe he's a little bit further along in his managerial development than he, he realistically is. Um, but the biggest, I'm not sure about the biggest. I think there's a few more uh, at the club that do believe they're a lot better than they actually are. I believe Ainsley Maitland-Niles, and whilst he was, and, you know, let's arguably stay still is, is the TGT mascot, Mainsley. I do get a sense from Mainsley in the way he conducts some of his interviews, the way that he talks, I feel like he thinks is a lot better than what he's shown so far. And, and that's a real struggle for kind of managers to, to have that situation and to deal with that because he thinks he should be starting. And I personally don't think that Maitland-Niles starts in this team at the moment, right back, centre midfield, left back, anywhere right now. So it's it's a tricky one. I think there's other players in the, in the club that think they could be getting a lot more minutes than they currently are. And, and it's a really difficult situation to, to try and, you know, um, to manage. So we've got to think about that. Ed in the chat says, everyone says we are bad at selling, but is it that we have a poor amount of players to sell? There's never a queue lined up for any and they are on their way out. So, arguably, yes, mate, uh, Ed. We, we do have. Um, we do have players that are very much surplus to Arsenal. And if you're a surplus player to Arsenal, a club that are languishing in eighth place and have been, for the last two seasons, you are going to find it difficult to sell your players. And that's probably why we are finding that we're going to have to take some cut price deals for our players as well. And it's not a great place to be in. It's not where you want to be. You want to be in a situation where you've got players that people are queuing up to sign. You look at Liverpool, for instance. We talk about how on earth can we let Mavropanos go for 7 million, but they're able to sell Solanke for 20, Jordan 9 for 15, Brewster for 24. How can they do that? And yet we're sitting here and letting our players leave for like pennies. The reason is, is because Liverpool have historically sold very, very well. And they know that whoever comes in for them, they can turn around and be like, look, we don't need the money because we've sold very well in the past. If you want to pay and you want to get this player, you're going to need to pay what the asking price is. And if you don't, then you don't get him and it's no skin off our back because they don't need the money. Whereas Arsenal, we need the money. And the clubs buying those players know that. And so when they come in to negotiate for one of our players, obviously it becomes a situation where they can go, yeah, you might want 20 million for that guy, but I know that you need the money. 
So I'm going to offer you 10 to 15 million and the likelihood is that you're probably going to accept it. And if you're not going to accept it, then I'm going to go get another player because to be honest, the player that we're after, we could probably get from a whole host of other club uh, clubs for the same amount of quality because you know he's not that great. So it does put us in a very, very difficult situation. Uh, Jasha says, Tom, do you think the volume of transfer work required is too much for Edu and Arteta? Uh, probably. That's why they got Richard Garlick in. So, yeah, it probably was um, why they got another player in. Uh, Dushant says, uh, is that for uh, £60 million? Oh, oh, it's a tough one, isn't it? it again, it's, I always go down the route of saying, look, it's not my money. And, you know, if it's not my money, uh, who, as long as they come in, I'm not that fussed. But always the big caveat is, is that if I go and say, yes, I'd take Isaac for £60 million, is that going to affect who else Arsenal are going to buy? If the answer is yes, it is going to affect who else Arsenal is going to buy, then I'm going to be like, we have other priorities. We need central midfield. We need an attacking midfielder. We need a right back. We arguably now seemingly need a centre back. So if you were saying to me, look, you've got your positions, you've got your centre back, you've got your centre midfielder, you've got your attacking midfielder, you've got your right back, you've got your backup left back, your backup goalkeeper, maybe even starting goalkeeper and one of Lacazette or Aubameyang's going to go, then, yeah, I'd, I'd snap your wrists off, as uh, as Johnny said the other day on the tactical breakdown for Ramsdale. Um, so, it's, but again, do you understand what I'm saying? The con the context around, say, would I take that player is, is really difficult to kind of answer. Um, but there, there you go. I hope that answers your question. Uh, Dominic Reed says, how much money has Arteta lost Arsenal on poor management? Um, it's an interesting question because if you think about the players that we're going to look to sell, Granit Xhaka had one of the best seasons that he's had at the club. Has his value diminished? No. Lucas Torreira, that situation has been handled quite poorly. So you would say, yes, we've lost money on that one. You look at Bakayo Saka and Smith-Rowe, has Arteta gained us money by playing those guys? Yes. So I don't think he's necessarily lost overall money for Arsenal because of the players that have improved under his tenure so far. But it has been too much. Like the players that we have mismanaged, the players that we have lost value on, it's too much. And it is, despite the fact that we've made money in other areas, it's not good enough. And we need to make sure that in the future we manage players that want to go much, much better. That That's the problem. Uh, Hong says, uh, Tom, uh, Grealish or Madison, which one is better? Uh, I would personally say that Grealish is, is on a different level to Madison, hence why he's in the England team over Madison. He can play in multiple positions, and I think he'd be going for a lot more money than Madison will go for. So I certainly would pick that. Gordon says, uh, Under or Zaha? Zaha, 100%. I wouldn't pick either of them, to be honest, but Zaha over over Under any day. Yanis uh, says, high defensive line incoming with Saliba, White and Gabriel. More on the front foot. I Genuinely, I really am more open to the, like, the three at the back system. I think it's one that maybe we're sleeping on a little bit. I know that we had issues with that at the start of the last season, but I feel that was more down to personnel. And I, thought, I think that was down to basically our, our main guys having a real off time at the start of the season. But against Fulham, and I know it's only Fulham, but you think back to the FA Cup wins as well against Chelsea and Man City, with that 3-4-3 that three, three worked for us. And I think we've got a lot of players that will work in that system. So there's a lot. There's a lot to take in. There's a lot to 
to deal with in that situation. But it's uh, it's going to be interesting to see the, the formation that we do go with, considering we're looking likely to bring in a, a big centre-back this summer. Christos uh, says, I don't think I've seen Christos in the chat before, so welcome, Christos. Says, hi, Tom. Do you think that we will buy a striker or a winger? Um, I mean, I don't think either are on the priority list. I don't really count Buendia as a winger, even though he does play on the right. You look at him as kind of your number seven rather than a right winger. But... I think Arsenal would look at more of maybe a wider player that can have that potential to come inside, like we talked about with Wendier or with Grealish as well. And I don't think Grealish is realistic, but in that style, than a striker, because I think we're so... I don't, I don't see Lacazette going at the moment in time. I might be wrong, but I don't see him going this summer at the moment. So, you know, it's... Uh, I think I, I would think I'd see us going more for the wider player, but not necessarily, as you say, an out-and-out winger. If it was an out-and-out winger that you want to say that or a striker, then I think a striker is more realistic. But yeah, certainly a, a more wide forwards or inside kind of wide number 10 that can play like Smith Rowe, can play in a wide position yet play centrally or Buendir, as we've already talked about. So those types of players. Alex says, regardless of who we sign and the quantity of incomings, I can see Arteta losing his job this season. I really can. And Alex, who could blame you for, for having that opinion based upon the season that we had last season? No one could blame you for thinking that Arteta still might lose his job even if we back him. He's still inexperienced. He's still got problems. He was still inconsistent. He still made consistent errors. So, of course, I'm not going to say that that's not a, a situation that it could happen because it could happen. I hope it doesn't, but it could. And that's the situation that we find ourselves in. Uh, Killian, uh, welcome to the chat box. He says, hi, Tom. Sorry, I already asked, or maybe you've seen it, but what are your thoughts? That's fine, mate. Killian, if I don't see your question, as long as you're not spamming the chat every second with it, throw it back in in a couple of minutes later. And as we've seen here, I'll, I'll try and pick it out for you. So no, don't apologize. He says, sorry, I already asked, or maybe you've seen it, but what are your thoughts on the Sun claiming that Arsenal are about to launch a bid for Awar? I know they are not very reliable, but I would like it. Well, reliability is, you know, hearsay. Um, our, if it was to happen, we we touched on this a little bit earlier, um, and effectively for £20 million, Yonick in the chat, you know, it's, a, a clock is right twice a day. Uh, so, <laughs> that's really mean. Um, but no, Yonick said that uh, with a £20 million signing of like our, the likelihood is that whatever happens is you can probably make a profit on that because of his age and his potential. So, and I do agree with that. So I think that it's ultimately, it is going to be a situation where it's a favourable deal for 20 million quid. Do I think it will happen? I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't like committing to things, as you can see, but I, I genuinely don't know if that's a likely deal. I don't know if Leon would accept that amount of money. I know that they need money because of the whole TV right situation in France. But it's it's, it's a really difficult one. Vinny says, we're five likes away from 100 likes. Come on, guys. Let's get out to 100 likes, people, in the chat box. We appreciate the hard work that goes into making these shows. I've been doing multitasking like crazy, getting people on the show, managing the chat box, hosting a show at the same time, nonstop talking for an hour. So let's get your thoughts and feelings into the chat box, into the comment section, and also pressing that like button. But... That is probably going to round off today's show because it has been and just has hit the hour mark on the show. Thank you ever so much, guys, for tuning in. I'm sorry I didn't get to answer all of your questions. Um, we do do a Q&A on the end of our 8 a.m. shows every single day. We do do this show on a Friday every single week. It is at a different time because of the European Championships on right now. I don't even know how the Sweden game finished, um, but I'll be interested to see that. I know that I think they scored a penalty or Forsberg did. So maybe they won 1-0, in which case, great. I think that... 
this has been a fantastic show. I think we've had some great people come on uh, and give their thoughts and feelings. And I do want to try and do this more. I, I wish there was more interest, to be honest. I mean, I, I'm not going to sit here and pretend like loads of people were sitting here and sending in DMs. Um, so if I would like to get more people on, get kind of people's different views and opinions. If you're over 18 years of age, if you've got a good camera, microphone, and it can be just like on your headset. Like that's that's all I mean by like a good mic. It doesn't have to be your top of the line stuff. So if you are interested in having your opinion heard and you want to get on the show, uh, send us a DM. And then the next time that we do one of these phone-in shows, uh, you can come on. So that'd be great. Thank you ever so much, guys, for tuning in. Drop a like on the video if you've enjoyed it and subscribe to the channel if you're new around here with those notifications turned on so you never miss a show. A massive congratulations to Zane, who won our free ticket for the signed Gilberto Silva shirt. Best of luck to everyone that enters the competition. And uh, I hope you win, whoever you are. See you again very soon, guys. And as always, up the Arsenal. It's the 90-plus minute. All your mates around, and you've got a McNuggets share box ready to go. And you know a late winner's coming. Your mates already got booked for a double dipping, and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfection. Order now on the McDonald's app for your McDelivery. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.